0: Welcome to Two Cents FC. I'm your host, Amobi Kugo, Back again with my guy, L. Each week we'll be talking with individuals from around the soccer world, learning about their stories and getting their unfiltered thoughts and opinions. This week we're joined by NorCal Connect, Stumptown AC goalkeeper Kevin Gonzalez. We'll be getting to know all about Kevin and his soccer journey. And Kevin, how are you doing today? So I'm doing well, man. I'm just chilling, excited. I've been waiting for this all week. <laughs> Respect. That I really have. Right. <laughs> no, it's a pleasure to have you on. Um, you know, you said you was born in Oakland, raised in Hayward. I was born in Hayward, raised in Sac. L was born in Hayward. Born through
1: and in, through? No, I was born in San Francisco.
0: Oh, okay. So raised all over
1: the Bay, essentially. I, lived, I lived, no, lived lived water.
2: Same waters, but it's all right. Okay.
1: <laughs> City boy.
0: Uh, respect so first thing we do is two truths and a cap so i know l's gonna run down the rules but you just, just see how we how well we get to know you and then start from there
1: yeah right, for sure. Cool. so um uh, like a said we have a nice little icebreaker game here called two truths and a cap essentially you'll tell us three facts about yourself two will be true one will be a lie and you know, a and i have to guess what the lie is so cool what's the score we're
0: not even keeping track anymore <laughs> oh is that
1: all right cool it's bad, so, yeah, I'm, so. I'm smashing on the movie yeah, right now right, yeah. it's cool it works out uh, whenever okay. you're ready bro
2: go ahead all right so two truths one cap all right i'm gonna hit in, diff- in different orders all right so um i started playing organized ball at the age of 11 uh i attended a san jose clash game and uh i played on the field until my junior year of high school
0: oh okay play, <sighs> He played, he played on the, played field. On the
2: field, field until my junior okay. year of high school.
0: Oh, San, San Jose Clash. Wait, no, because you were like, you can't be that old. When did the Clash change their name? When did it change to the Earthquakes?
1: Was it before what? they moved to, um, to Houston? Uh, okay. No, they were the no, Earthquakes no, before no, that. was in there, That was in there. <laughs> no, that was in there.
0: Don't tell can't be her. asking
1: questions to Moby, bro.
0: No, no, I'm not asking questions. I'm, I'm thinking right. to myself. It's like, yo, because the clash, San Jose Clash, and then they changed it. The, they renamed name to Earthquakes. Then they moved to Dynamo. They came back. So it's like, I, I don't know how old you are. So it's like, ah, that's gonna be the cap for me. No,
1: like 27, right? 28.
0: Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No, hold on, hold on. What is the What was the first? <laughs> so that <changed> the whole- <laughs> yeah, that changed everything. What was the first um, thing? I right, I played
2: uh, organized ball until the, uh, my first started playing organized ball at the age of eleven.
0: Uh, the last one's a cap, the on the field till so junior year of high school.
1: Uh, I'm gonna All say, right. I'm gonna say organized ball at eleven. To the cap, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh no, 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 my cap, yeah, that's my cap. My cap is at eleven. Yeah, yeah. Hey, like, damn! I, mean, I, was, you... I played, I played, yeah. So I played goalie until like. Uh, well, I played field play until like my sophomore summer, then junior year, boom, I was like goalie, goalie full time. It was it was kind so of crazy. Before
0: before then, you were like playing goalie like a little bit. Or yeah, you I, was, like, hit, oh,
2: I was like I was hitting my little I was my little Jorge Campos on every once in a while. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it it was, it was like a little glimpse of it, like sometimes every once in a while um okay so like my dad checked me one time well it was like a soccer team my dad pressed me and he was like hey you need to go on the goal right now we're not gonna win if you don't get on the goal and so my coach came in and was like hey you got to be a team player and I was like all right let's do it and, and just ever since then yeah,
1: yeah we're gonna get off. into that though yeah
2: yeah and the San Jose clash I pulled I pulled down with my pops that's probably probably like first game my dad ever took me at Spartan Stadium in San Jose and yeah all right that Okay. okay, bro. So, yeah, I've been, I've been around the Bay soccer nice. for a while.
0: So that's, that's a great segue to, like, our first question. Uh, when cool. did you fall in love <laughs> with soccer? Because, I mean, you went to San Jose Clash Games.
2: Well, dang, it was crazy because I was trying to think about that, like, the first time I fell in love. But, like, I remember the first vivid experience, like, where I was like, oh, this is soccer, was probably my sister because she was a huge USA fan, like, in the 90s because, obviously, they were, like, killing everybody. And she we watched the, uh, the World Cup when they uh, they beat China. I think that was Brandi Chastain when she took off her shirt and all that. So that was like the first time I saw it and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then like, probably like right after I was watching my dad play. And then that was, that was kind of where we stepped off. But watching my sister play was like where I just started boom, growing into it.
0: Uh, that's amazing. So talk about that, like from the origin story, because it seems like you come from a soccer family, everyone's involved. <laughs> like, How was it, you know, from, you know, growing up into soccer, going to games, but, Going to your, like, first youth team and competitive or organized ball, how did that all work out for you?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, it was
0: crazy, my guy, because, I mean,
2: in the beginning, I mean, I come from an immigrant family, so my dad my dad grew up playing soccer. Like, he played for Atlante. So what happened when he was playing for Atlante, it was probably, like, about like, his 20s, and they made that transition where they sold off the club to and it went to Cancun. So pretty much it went from, like, Washington Mutual it went to Chase. So it was new owners, and he kind of stopped. I mean, then he made a way up north with my mom, you know, with that. Uh, mm-hmm. So I mean, pretty much we've always been kind of like intrigued by soccer. And so my sister started playing. That's when we were like going every weekend, watching her. And then my team, my ten, my time came, but it was, it was like playing, I was AYSO, like probably in the beginning, probably like from eight to nine. And then like mm-hmm. the following year I was playing club. And so we kind of went our separate ways because my dad was coaching my sister and my mom was taking me to like ODP or state yeah. tryouts. So, but it was, like, probably, like, the craziest time, man, because, um, I mean, I I come from undocumented family, so at times my parents were always worried about driving without a license or just different things, like, different factors of, like, like deportation or whatever it was, if we were to get stopped by a cop, what's the scenario, if we get the car taken away? So, I mean, I, I, I remember them vividly, but then I realized, oh, how much they sacrificed and all that, so... I mean, I'm pretty fortunate to come with a soccer family. Like my dad told me straight up, like his dad was like straight into baseball, so yeah. like he would tell his his workers like, "Hey, my kid plays like for this club." Like, they'd be super juice, But my my uncle wasn't, and my grandpa wasn't aware of it. Like, he was just kind of like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. So, <laughs> now just hella fortunate, really fortunate to be honest.
0: No, that's that's amazing. So, like real quick, so you know, playing club ball at that age, like, how were you able to like, um, you know, like with the like the player cards and stuff. You guys just make it work,
2: oh, yeah. No, well, it's clear because, um, well, I mean, because my dad used to be my coach at one point, uh huh. Um, so I guess I had no coaches until probably like the age of 14, 15. My dad started coaching me, uh, and, my, and my teammates, and they were actually really good. We were like ranked in like North And it's funny because a lot of the guys I ended up playing for like big clubs, we'd end up seeing them in college, and I was like, oh, damn, they would remember my team, but we were just the neighborhood team, like on yeah. the block. But the issue was, like, my dad couldn't get like, his coaching certificate because of, like, he couldn't get a license. Yeah. So he wouldn't be able to even be on the bench with us at, like, tournaments, you know? So Yeah.
0: He'd be coaching from the other he,
2: side. Yeah, he'd be coaching, but he was actually the real coach. So, like, stuff yeah. like that. Just, I mean, it's like, but that's just, I mean, it's part of the system that's, like, an issue, you know? Yeah. It's like, I mean, I think about Rich Paul, you know? <laughs> so, like, agents like that, like, you need a certain certificate to make yourself valuable or, like... In this country, and it's kind of you know.
0: Yeah, no, you're you're right. So that was
2: just the hard part about about it. But I mean, I've always like enjoyed the transition of like my dad being my coach. But it was just super hard. Right? It was no, nice. sometimes it was just like, too hard. Sure.
0: No, that that makes sense. Cause like growing up, you know, I played with a couple players that um, didn't have all the paperwork, and it was just like of course crazy seeing how like the the things that they had to go through to you know, and their parents made a lot of sacrifices. So I always have respect for them and a lot of talented players. And like you said, like the lack of access or like the fact that you have to get all these certifications just to prove yourself when you, when you do have this, uh, the experience and the knowledge, it, it, it really makes sense. Yeah, it
2: hurts. No, I, I mean, it just limits a lot of people. I mean, it's, it's like, a, I mean, if you don't know how to read and yeah. you know, sometimes it's not, it's, it might just be an issue and. Maybe you can't pass a writing test, and you're a really yeah. good engineer. You know, like or, yeah. So I think that's just issues, problems with the issue. I mean, problems in the system. But I mean, I mean, people figure it out. So I think, like I said, I'm super blessed to come from that background. I, I learned yeah. a lot of things, like a lot of other guys didn't. I mean, I see it now. Like I mean, uh, yeah, when I was at the roots, or I was like here. Anytime the this come, guys on trial, like you tell where they land on the scale. Either like, they come from a Division One school where they had it all. Yeah, oh, there's some like really good getters that from like some from D- division three team that are really trying to make it. I you know? had so, to get out
0: the mud.
2: Yeah, so yeah, you're you experiencing, you learn a lot.
0: Yeah, so real quick, I gotta ask you because you said you play goalie and like growing up, everyone there's like a hidden like, it's like an unwritten rule like goalies are crazy. <laughs> all goal all goalies are crazy in one way. So is that true? First and foremost, and then Damn. because I know it's true, what level of the crazy scale are you? damn man it's crazy because
2: uh, i, I talked to, to all my girl. i mean if you ask my girl she'll be like oh yeah for sure that's crazy but i mean I, I was talking to this dude right really here in north carolina that i just met and he was like yo man like he's like i talked to you on the side and you're so calm and relaxed you're so <laughs> mellow he was like and then i see you in the game and you're really like going crazy i, mean, I don't know i just that's that's my my place of escape i mean like this weekend like uh, some dude cracked me and he told me he was like, and I told him I was like, yo, dude, do what's up with you, like, you know, the haywire thing, And then he was like, he was like, he was man, shut up. And I was like, bro, I was like, I'll slap you. And he said, he said, you won't do it. You won't do it. And me trying to be the alpha in the moment, I was like, all right, all right, you gonna see right now, like. And then I smacked the smacked the dude in the corner. I smacked him, and I was like, which I probably shouldn't have done. That's just the crazy in me. Huh? No, No, I'm no, not thinking the you ref saw it, but I told him, but I told him, I was like, he had hit me before. So like the ref, like, yeah. all right, it's cool, but you know, allowed it. But then I told him, I was like, yo, my dog, how are you going to let me come into your stadium and me slap you? Like, <laughs> yeah. so it's just, I'm real Hold crazy like that because I know it's a mental game, you know, like I'm, yeah. I'm, I really want to be out at some point because I mean. I mean, I also think I've been bullied a lot of times when I was growing up because I was really nice. So now like, I feel like this is my place where I could kind of bully people. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not, it doesn't always go the best, obviously. I yeah. have of times where, like, I'm bullying a forward, he's going to score. I mean, he's celebrating. Right? Okay. So, I mean, so how do like, you I, feel I, about trash talk? Sure.
0: You like trash talk?
2: It, I like trash talk. And yeah. it's hard because I've, I've met people that they're really against it. But to me, sometimes
0: I feel like I you need that sometimes.
2: I don't want to say people are soft, but, I mean, we've all played backyard, like, basketball or whatever. Like, yeah. We've all played, like, at recess hard. Like <laughs> We've all yeah. had recess. Like, we can't forget those times at recess when guys were playing, like, it was a fourth quarter. Like, it's just, I think it comes with the game. And, obviously, if I could get in your head, like,
1: and there's guys yeah.
2: that I see, like, I have teammates that, oh, yeah, oh, that's what you think? All right, it's cool. All right, it's fine. And the next play, they're going to do something crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> like and that's just, its I think it's just something hidden inside just a, a, a small amount of people because some people they'll, they'll break.
0: I, I, think yeah. so. I think so. It's because we saw, so obviously, Copa America, we saw Argentina's keeper, you know, do his trash talk and help <laughs> them win. So yeah. are you doing anything, nah. you know? <laughs> Penalties? No, nah. Penalties nah, not, 100, huh? 100. No, I'll pull
2: up to you, pull up to your spot. I'm not going to trash talk because, like, yeah. that's because I've also been the guy, I mean, when I was really young, I'd also be the guy, like, oh, yeah let's go right here. Boom, score it. And what, what you gonna say now? <laughs> yeah, I, <guess. laughs> I never really liked being the ones that I, I mean, I've, I've learned like when you bark and something happens, like when, you, when yeah. working, you know, so you gotta
0: make sure. I mean, I won't that do count. that. I
2: won't do that. Yeah. I won't do that. Yeah. And yeah.
0: it's speaking of, like if you had a five aside of goalies, who would you pick as you like starting five? Starting five of goalies? Yeah. Mm.
2: All right. So, yeah. Iker Casillas. Okay. Oh, Jorge Campos. Yeah. Uh, the hair when he used to wear Nike because he didn't feel good to do this. <laughs> I tell everybody. When men used to wear Nike, he's... when man used to wear Nike, he was when nice. When went to Nike, yeah, they were they were the one. Yeah, they Um all black and. Um, Damn, this guy's barely coming up in the game, but his name is Jurado. He plays for Cruz Azul. He's, uh, he's on the Olympic team. He was right in okay. behind Memo Chua. Damn, I would put Memo Chua in there instead of Jurado. Memo Chua, yeah. I'd put Memo okay. instead because that's my, that's my goat. That's one of my goats. Okay. Right. So, yeah, that was five. That was five. So, I, no, I could rock with that list. I could rock with that list. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I try to go as cultural as I can on my list sometimes. But, I mean, there's some dope goalies. <laughs> he's like, because, I mean, the game of soccer has just evolved so much like probably in the last, like, 10 years when it comes to mm-hmm. goalies. So it's like you talk about Onana. I mean, I had this conversation with my friend the other day. We talked about uh, Neuer. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh, Neuer's is so dope, whatever. And my, uh, I've never knew how the words to say it, but my boy was like, Nah, there's goalies that have been doing that. There's Argentinians that have been going that. He's like, It's just the first time that a white goalkeeper um, was doing it. And it was, and people were yeah. taking it in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, damn. He have got a hot take on Two Cents and today. I like, and I was like, there's no way. I, he's like, I've never been able to put that in words. And I started realizing, I was like, it's true. There's so many guys. You talk about Onana. Oh, you talk about, like, Jorge Campos. You talk about, like, Kayla. Was, uh, yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> Keeper from, uh, Keeper back in the day from Columbia. The one that did the square Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Him. Uh, shoot, I read, there's just a bunch of guys, but it's just, I mean. Especially like in other countries, so if you if you're a goalie and you make a mistake like that, it's horrific. So I understand. Yeah. That the game has definitely evolu ever, like evolutionized in the last ten for goalkeepers. Yeah.
1: Real quick, um, outside of you, who is probably the I want not say the best, but like the hardest working goalkeeper in Nisa right now.
2: Dang, that's hard because there's I, I like because we got some we got some pretty good goalkeepers. I mean. That I like, that I personally like, and I'm just like, yo, these guys like I like Brandon Gomez from LA Force. Um, he's like, he 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 makes some crazy saves. I think we play like pretty similar, but he, he has some pretty good dimes. Uh Takenda. Van De- I think that's everything. Takenda. Um, yeah, he he's a baller as well. I, man, I like that guy a lot. Um and obviously uh Stein <laughs> He gets his respect. He gets shout outs, he gotta do you gotta you know, you gotta get respect when he's due. So, um, like, those those are my those are the guys I see that I'm just like, yeah, yeah I want to compete with those guys every day because I mean that's what it's about. And I know they're trying to make a name for themselves with their team the same way I am. So,
0: no, I like but, that a lot. Yeah. Oh, the goalkeepers union. So, talk about your experience. You know, in college, you know, you went to SF City and then you went to Holy Names. Um, can you talk about the difference between the levels and like, you know, you talked about your experience <laughs> kind of making it out, like. Do you see college soccer still being a vehicle for, you know, players to get an opportunity? Um, so, I, I think I'll i talk about my
2: experience first. So, um, obviously, when I was going to go into, like, college, I was – I really I wanted to go into, like, a D1. Obviously, I probably – my my academics probably weren't the best. You know, like, but I think I still – I definitely still had an opportunity. But um, I just probably didn't feel to fit the craft or, like, the ideal goalkeeper. I mean, um, I mean the ideal soccer player that, I mean, Division one soccer, like, wants. Um, definitely didn't hit that because I wasn't tall enough, you know? Um, so, uh, so it was a little bit hard for me going to City College San Francisco, but I think the hardest part was probably being the youngest guy there. I was like, really like a true freshman going into mm-hmm. it where like, I had a lot of guys like um, City College San Francisco, like a, if, if you look it up, like they, obviously when it comes to football, basketball, they're notorious. Yes. The but yeah. when it comes to soccer, like the, the they have been turn it around. Like, so you have Bart running throughout the whole Bay Area. So you get guys from Pittsburgh, you get guys from South City, you get guys from Hayward, you get guys from Oakland, you get guys from Richmond, like Antioch, you know, so from, you get guys from any branches, so it was, for me being the best goalie in my area, it went from being, like, probably the best goalie in, like, the lake, or, like, the, the river, the bay, you know, and that's oh, yeah. really hard, bro, like, there's so much competition, so I got there, I started one game, boom, straight to the bench after that, Um. so, I mean, it, I think I learned a lot because uh, I mean, I went, I went down. I, I can, one of the start starting goalkeeper kicked kick the post to a ligament. Another goalie went in. So I re- then I realized I was third string, you know, and um just like a bunch of uphill battles mentally. And then finally I got my chance and I played it through. We went to final four. We lost to Mount Sac. Um, so, but I think like challenges like that really like molded me. So I, I came back the following year and it wasn't, it wasn't my best. Like, um, I was thinking I was going to start. I didn't start. I was third string again. Um, so I didn't play until, like, the last six games of the season. And once I finally did, I got, like, six coming shutouts. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it was always gut punch after gut punch every time I, I was, like, there. But, I mean, I think that really molded me in the fact that I was playing with some real ballers. Like, these are guys that they had D1 offers, but, you know, they're not going to. You know, they don't have the yeah. grades to get into Portland, you know. Not, they don't They don't got the grades to get into, like, a, a cow or something like that. So, I mean, a lot of people discredit, like, uh, I mean, junior college soccer because, obviously, the atmosphere, the grass, everything's a little different. There's no dorms and all that. But I think there's, like, a lot of true balls when it comes to
0: the junior college level. I mean, so, how much um, how much discipline does it take for someone to be at that junior college level? Because, you know, we see things like Last Chance U, and oh, they got yeah. the football programs, so they got the basketball programs that they do it. And I've always said if Last Chance U is listening, if they want to tap in with two cents, um we could do some things, but what uh, yeah. like what junior college program would you say like you would love to see at last chance you want from a soccer uh, perspective?
2: Soccer perspective, oh it'd probably have to be Mount Sac or Cerritos, I think. I mean obviously when like I said, when want have respect Galois I respect to dude. Obviously that's one of probably one of the top schools, you know? Those are guys that uh-huh. obviously, I mean so a lot of them I've heard from Galaxy Academy, boom, they jump into it and they're in there and they're still in the system, you know. Yeah. So I think that's probably like a powerhouse, but obviously there's yeah. that curse at last chance. You know, obviously yeah. I would want City College of San Francisco too, because like I said, um, I mean they were supposed to do last chance too, from what I've heard. It was it was supposed to happen at City College of San Francisco. And just stuff didn't. Well, come from to the me basketball
0: that. perspective or soccer?
2: I think it was football and basketball. Oh, yeah. one of the two. One of the two. Of the two. Like, they, they, they did Lenny like instead. Yeah, they like, did Lenny instead, which is cool because I feel like the Lenny one was a really good story um because it's kind of similar like the kids you hop on BART every day so I see when I see like City College or San Francisco I really see like the grit because I mean in football I saw guys from bounce backs I saw like in basketball bounce bags D1 bounce back from soccer like so it's always a competitive mindset but like I said like there's guys there that's either make it or break it because you're there's no way you're getting out like yeah. and the system's against you like I remember when I was there you have to get you have to have 65 or 60 units to transfer and so, if you start doing the math, like, all right, if you're a full time student, 12, uh, 12, 12, 24, like, you won't even have enough, like, to, like, you transfer by the second year. So, you're pretty much, like, an uphill battle. So, now imagine if your placement test is bad, right? Mm-hmm. There's no way. And I think that's what hurts a lot of guys. I mean, I hear about guys out here, they're, like, out of high school, like, they're, they're, they're like, on um, the summer of high school, they're already accepted into the school and they're going in. And I'm just like, Cali players I'm not aware of it it's just I'm not aware of the system the system doesn't help them and obviously no scholarships because I mean my senior year I was getting calls from like people in Kansas like I'm in Dodge City like NGCA like uh, national teams and telling me about scholarship and I was like thinking y'all give scholarships for junior colleges like yeah <laughs> it's like, it was amazing to me. so I mean like a school like that it's just because I think it's you're getting you're getting the it's the side of that people don't want to see. Like, you're getting the side of soccer and even basketball, football. The kids that are really eating off a couple of noodles every day and jumping yeah. the bar game because they can't afford it. And if they get caught, they're definitely getting it's, it's, bad. Not, it's bad. They're not gonna get. They're they're in a hole for like
0: a good like month. So and talk we'll, about talk about transferring over to Holy Names. How's okay, that well, process?
2: It was hard, bro, because honestly, like I had a couple of schools that I was talking to. I was like talking to Cal Baptist, Chico State, I was talking to East Bay, and honestly, like I wanted to get away. And the thing was, around that time, I was fixing up my parents' immigration status, which I, I kind of hit myself in the head a couple of times. Kinda. I mean, I should have just kind of made the jump or whatever, but my parents finished the immigration process. So I was barely turned into 21. So uh, since I had a clean record, everything was cool. I was going to apply for the citizenship. So I always felt like I had to be around home just in case something happened in the sense mm-hmm. of like immigration yeah. or anything like that. I always felt. So, I mean, I wanted to go other places, but i mean, the whole name. Like I had a good group of guys there. I thought it was good. I mean, the only issue was like, we had like four coaching changes like throughout my two years there, you know? Yeah. So every year, like, I mean, the first year I didn't get to play because I was a billionaire. And then my second year, like he's like, we got a coach and there's just <laughs> yeah. some violations, stuff was not you know, and we just, we like that, I had I that, I'm not sure, I think somebody broke it. But I had the record for the most saves in one season. I had, like, over 80-something saves. And, like, I expanded like, 10 games or something like that. So, like, obviously, statistically, it's crazy. But I was getting scored on two or five goals every game. So. That uh, yeah, back line was so, trash. Yeah, when, <laughs> nah, your defense man, nah, didn't like you or what? Nah, fam. I'll tell you. Like, I don't really like I'm, like people because I coach haven't done a job since. But it was just like, bro, like, <laughs> we went, It was just weird, but, like, <laughs> guys were really like committed and then it wasn't committed and then the coach was kind of like oh let's do film all right let's not do film because he's like uh it's not the way to do it and there's just we had one game plan one day and then we never did a game plan after that and i was just i mean i don't want to blame specifically the coach yeah. but i mean i knew damn well like that that, that doesn't happen in college like i
0: don't want to blame anybody but the coach hasn't got a job since yeah <laughs> oh my goodness
2: no no and so like and um and this is the thing, like, uh, I mean, I've, I have I've spoke to other coaches about it, and they were just like, yeah, man, like, even Stanislaus, I think they have the CCAA, like, uh, record for most goals uh, scored on in the conference game. Again, so it's not even a conference game, in the season game. So I think they scored 10 or 12 on us. I'm not sure. But I went out at halftime, so I only got, like, five on me. So, but I'll take it, you know? It's my team, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like it's been a rough battle. Like when it came to yeah. soccer, there was times where I was like, Nah, hell no, there's no way, bro. But I mean, I just don't you know, it just kept going, bro. Like, I just yeah. I was lucky to play with club teams around the bay, or, or like at Farolito, you know, like, yeah. the teams okay. like that. Okay, yeah. So teams like that.
0: So how do you stay? Because I mean, between the time you graduated and uh, and we're gonna get into you know you signing with Oakland, how like how do you keep in shape? How do you like stay fit?
2: Well, well, once I got to. um once I got to City College of San Francisco, um, I was, I it's was, 18. Like, I already knew, like, I was trying to play with, like, some big guys. But I was cool. always kind of intimidated. So when I was younger, like I said, my dad would coach us. And um, we would get, like, sometimes uh, we would get scrimmages against El Farolito in San Francisco. So these uh-huh. are the U.S. Cup, uh, Open Cup champions that everybody loves. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a real team. I, I love that team a lot. Um, so my goalkeeper trainer, um, like, well, the goalkeeper used to be there actually used to play for Cal Victory as well, the USL championship team. Like back in the day, The ones like, that um, were like in San Francisco. And he told me, he was like, hey, you should go play with them. And obviously, they're going to give you money. They're going to pay you. They're going to, you know, they're going to take yeah. care of you. So that was like the first time going to 18 and like pulling up and finally playing with some big dogs. I mean, probably those two, three years, probably like, it was, like I said, it was always hard because, I mean, I was, I was going through it in college, you know. I mean, I had my own personal life, like, where like, yeah. while I was dating and all that. Like, I was going through it like that. And then I was going to this, this team where I was the backup. But when I would play, like, guys were on me, like, on me. So I think that's where I kind of get my crazy from because these guys, just, like, I don't know one time I was like, I hit the ball. I forget, it was like a 50 50 ball and I hit it and it was just bad. And the dude looked at me and I was like, oh, my bad. he was like, yo. Well, I mean, in Spanish, he was like, what are you thinking? Like, like, what are you having in your head Like, you just started going dumb. And I just kind of was like, oh, and I, I shined away from it. Like, I got, I got, I got yeah. intimidated. That was the first time I ever like, been yelled at like that. And I felt some type of way. And the dude came after me after, and he was like, hey, my guy, like, I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I remember, and I was just like, damn, you're right. And I mean, the, after that, like, I made a bowling mistake, which cost us a game. And uh, it's obviously I'm 18, pulling up. I like I played against Olympic no. Club. We tried that game. I played the next game. And we messed up because I, I went up for a cross and I didn't grab it. And some dude yelled at me. And then the other goalkeeper, because he was injured, he tells me, he's like, hey, dog. He's like, straight up, like, I know you messed up, but don't ever let somebody speak to you like that. He's like, because these people could talk, but they don't know what it is to be a goalie. Like, at the end of the day, like, when you make a mistake... You're going to have to go all into your car all alone because like, you're the only guy in that box. Like, Other than that, bro, like, do not take anybody to be able to speak to you like that. Yeah. And I remember I took that in and I was like, oh, yeah, hell no. Nah. So, I mean, I made the most out of it because at that point I felt like I had to be really firm and uh, hell aggressive and like really passionate when, like, when I do my work. Cause, I mean After that, like I was Sunday, Sunday league teams were paying me to just play a game, you know, and just things like that. But it was just like the professionalism. I was like, that was like, I tell some of my guys, that was the first time I ever went to a locker room because we only have a locker room at Boxer Stadium. I go in there. One of the guys, he, he wanted Libertadores with a uh, Nacional, I think I forgot. And he's brushing his teeth before he goes outside to play. And I was like, oh shit, you know, like that's crazy. Like guy my guy needs to look nice and I kind of was like this dude doing too much but nah that's that's professionalism bro like yeah. people do their hair people do this stuff because it, it's work like guys feed their families with that and especially there in Fatalito because they're paying oh yeah they don't play
0: over there
2: yeah, yeah they're, they're they're feeding their guys like guys are really trying to feed their families so I mean at that point that was that was just the thing I needed just I was there for a good three years I had to move on so I went to CBI, which is USA RIP you know lower league soccer I mean they're they're not a team no more, but I played there and then ended up playing like the the two well two U.S. Open Cups and uh, two MPSL West Region Cups and uh, it's funny because I just found this out like probably like a month ago when I played U.S. Open Cup and we beat SF City went to go play at Sac Republic I actually was goalie and it was against Rod Underwood's team so <laughs> Yeah, mine is in full circle yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was like oh that was you I was like oh yeah I was like yeah, so. I mean just little things like that. Like it's like yeah. I am just blessed to be like around like a good team. And honestly I hope like the Agurucho, the Rico team that like, go under like like history forever and like Bay Area soccer. Cause I hope people are taking tabs on it because, you know, like I think Bay Area has such a rich culture when it comes to soccer. And if we don't take care of it, who's gonna take care of it?
0: Like, no, that's true. I I feel like real ones do know about, you know, that that organization and like from the standpoint of like Sunday League, I think any any player that wants to like make it to the next level. Uh, has to play in Sunday league and play with those older guys. Um, I had the opportunity when I was in high school to play like with some older guys and, you know, dribbling around thinking I was a shit. And then some guy come crack me. It's like, yo, yeah. you need that. You need to get humble real quick. You yeah, need to bro. be able to stand up for yourself. I think it's really important. So any parent that's listening, you know, you, know, you want your, your, your kid to play at a higher level, you have them play with the big boys. Yeah. No, you know, I it's, think it's important. I mean,
2: it's important too. I mean, I had this, I was actually, it was one of the coaches for like a, like actually one of the top, like Pac-12 schools over there uh, in the Bay Area. And I'm talking to him and he's telling me about this kid. And he's like, oh yeah, this kid, he's a baller. He's 13 playing with 18 year olds. He was like, it's crazy. Clubs are, you know, he's playing three years ages up. He was like, that's crazy. And I was thinking, damn, that's crazy. Boom, closed the door, got in my car. And I started thinking, yo dog, guys do this in the hood all the time. We go play for, we're 14, 15 years old, going to go play Sunday leagues against 26, 28 years old. Yeah. And there had, definitely has to be an ex pro in those Sunday leagues. Like, let's not play.
0: There's you know? a lot of ex pros yeah, playing. Yeah, there. yeah. yeah.
2: There's a guy from San Jose that he used to play in Atlas, you know, like Atlas First Division. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, and it's, just, it's just guys like that. So when I heard that, I was just like, all right, we, we can't be blind to it. Like, guys, kids been doing this, you know? Like, yeah. Kids in the hood have been doing this. It's just, you know? I think we just, take care of our players a little bit too much. Like at 14, so, All right, so out. real
0: quick, real quick. So you, you, know, you talk about players and exposure and access and stuff like that. So, you know, U.S. soccer and the so- soccer in the States is trying to find ways to, you know, get into the communities or, like, as they say, get into the urban communities. So what would your uh, answer or solution be for, like, how they can do it without, like, being corny about it, you know? It's
2: hard, bro, because I'm like, this academy, like, uh, cannabis System, that's what's killing off, like, all these clubs. It, I mean, remember when it used to just be citywide? Like, it was like, oh, you're playing against Concord. You're playing against, like, uh, San Jose. I think what really has to happen, bro, is just, it's hard because I don't, like, I don't really want to offend people because, I mean, I mean, the game of soccer, it really is based off money. It, yeah. It's a pay-to-play. Like, somebody has to pay the bills for the field and all that. He's like, but I think the way is just like, I think just recently the national team just started realizing, yo, we need some brothers on this team. We need some <laughs> ballers on this team. Like we need some, we need some real ones. Like, yeah. and I think that's what people have to realize. Soccer is, okay, they have to realize there's, there's, there's people. in like I said, East Charlotte, you know, there's people in East Oakland. There's people in the Bronx that play ball. You got to go in there and play for those communities, you know, and go find yeah. those kids. That's what it is. Like, and obviously, standards like standardized testing or certain GPA and all that—that's what limits kids, and it, it and it's hard because right now, like with this whole NISA, USL, NASL, all these issues, we, we need to fill in the gray area for all these people. Like mm-hmm. we need to fill it in, and in the sense of like third division, fourth division, we need to figure it out because that ha- that's the big factor. Kids got to learn the real pathway. You know, there's like five different pathways to be pro now. Like, yeah, not saying, but. I mean, you go to England and you could probably hop on your like you could like Jamie's Vardy. like I see him and I think of, I think of myself and I'm one of those guys that I feel like I slightly went through the crack like right? and I think like I said the gray area has to be filled in from referees because imagine be, like I tell guys imagine being a college division one referee and then having to you say oh I want to do my next rank I want to I want to do the next level and then you're just like okay boom I'm a ref at MPSL game all right I want to make the next step up. Video. All right, cool. And then you're going into the USL Championship and being a ref for a game. Yeah. Like, there's no way, dog. Like he's like, there really is levels to it. Like there's, there's no That's way. Right. He's like, there's levels to it. Like I think like anything else. So I mean, like I said, I've played like Sunday League. I've played NPSL. I've played San Francisco Premier League. So I've kind of seen it, and I've noticed that people get lost because there's a disattachment from third division to fourth division. Like there's a, there's a disattachment. We need to find that. Yeah. If not, like. A bunch, of Mex- A bunch of players are going to go to Mexico. A bunch of players are going to go to England. A bunch of players are going to go figure out and get their double nationality and go play for the Jamaican national team. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not playing. We're, 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 mm. Guys are spreading their wings now. They realize, well, I don't need this system. Like, and that's what somebody told me. They were just like, how come? Because like, I mean, obviously, the, the last five, two months of like, the Mexico-USA has been crazy. Like, those games are yeah. like, hectic. And people were like, how come you don't like the USA team? And I was like, He's like, you know what? I feel American too. He's like, and I feel Mexican too. He's like, and sometimes I feel like neither because, I mean, I look at the USA team and a lot of these guys don't look like me. Mm-hmm. They don't. I told my girl, tells me the same thing too. She's like, I he's like, she was like, I told and I told her, I was like, they asked you to play for the USA or Mexico national team, who would you play for? She was like, I play for the Mexico national team. Like, those girls look like me, and that's you know, that's what yeah. That's like you feel more like attached to, you know. <laughs> it's like, no, that's interesting because we're gonna bring that up
0: <laughs> later. But uh, that's interesting that you said that. Uh I know. That's, but, like,
2: but I mean, that's that's what it is. Like, it's just some people are so connected to the communities. People have to realize, like, you're not gonna take the community out of these people. Yeah, you you're guys. not gonna. You're not gonna take the ugly or the rugged or the the hurt or the you know the sacrifice yeah. out of these people. You know, like you're not. There's no way. Like, so I think that's what U.S. soccer has to figure out, like third fourth division and lower the franchise franchise fees on these clubs because they're paying a bunch of money <laughs> for no reason okay <laughs> like real stuff like okay. they're just getting interns they're just throwing interns in there they can't be doing that so I think that's that's where it is so if we clip anything out U.S. soccer please listen to this story.
0: okay Commissioner <laughs> Kevin hopefully one day tell
2: hopefully one day bro. they <laughs> will see no. No. but I yeah like that's, a lot. that's just my, that's my I think that's that's where we need to like get to in your your soccer
0: no i mean you hit the nail on the head like like you said exposure you got to make sure it's tangible like if i'm playing in the streets or playing in the communities i got to see something that like all right i see that guy that looks like me or like has come from where i come from and like made it and if we don't have that we're not tapping into those communities and it's going to be uh it's going to be very hard and like to segue obviously when we talk about teams that are doing a better job of tapping into communities, uh, Oakland Roots is doing that, and you signed with them last year. So talk about what that was like, and then we're going to get into, you know, you and the full circle moment with Coach Underwood <laughs> and uh, Slumptown.
2: All right, cool. I love Oakland Roots. I love Oakland Roots. I love other people there, Tommy. Tommy, actually, my sister works for the club too, Reese, uh Steven. They're, they're all great people. They've done some great things um like so like really fortunate to like be a part of it and like actually be like one of the like founders with some of the guys you know like with they got and you know those guys um but like how should i start it, man but so the first okay well it's crazy because i did the open tryouts i had already spoken to benno he's mm-hmm. like um and he had told me like hey you know what i uh, want you to be part of this shout, shout out benno out. i haven't seen Benno in a while but yeah i need to call him. um and he, he tells me, he's like, oh, you know what? I want you to be part of this. We're bringing it back. And it's funny because I had spoken to Beno Ben like four years before the whole thing kicked off. And so uh, I knew coaches. And coaches were telling me, I ain't no pro soccer at Hey, Where are you going to put the team? Where are you going to put it? How? Beno? Bro, I've, I've known Beno since I was coaching him like a little kid. You think? So, I mean, I've, I heard it. I heard it from different angles. I heard it from guys are like, you really think, bro, what league? What league? And I was just like, damn well I was hearing about this Founders Cup I was hearing about all that so I was kind of like you know what like he's like maybe so I mean I was still playing with Aguiluchos and then uh, actually that summer I was playing with San Ramon FC so it was like part my last MTSL season and honestly I was already going through it I was already like this is it I'm you
0: know
2: I'm hanging up the gloves I'm already hitting this age like I'm my girlfriend like obviously like I was working for the county for a bit, so like, I mean, I, I, like, I liked what I was doing. I was working with the community, was, but that thing with that soccer always like that itch, man. Yeah, man, like that's just my <laughs> escape. And so I was trying out, all that worked out. So boom, the week probably I know Johannes, I know Johannes like <laughs> for a while. Harish, shout out to Harish, and um, we were uh, we were just chopping it up one day, and uh, I guess he was already signing on him with Julio Devante. So it was kind of like just all coming together and uh and i had gone to the trial so i was thinking though they're gonna hit me up soon and it take a while to hit me up <laughs> so um one of my guys uh ricardo Garrett, he tells me he's like oh yeah we're all got physicals on thursday like on friday like we're all meeting up to like uh to go get the physicals done and everything so i was like all right cool and i was like thinking yo this dog hit me and beno has to because it was a jersey drop and beno told me he was like hey, pull up to the jersey drop it good. like be ready? and so beno was like um he's like yeah bro i'll hit you later this week to see what's up like you know like so we can yeah. confirm you lock you in and i was like all right cool bro no call, no nothing so i was like <laughs> all right damn bro i was going through it like, like that it's like crazy itch, yeah. like. and so i guess that wednesday hit and um and so i guess her bladium and um so i pull up like uh actually me and my girlfriend were going to go to the Harry Street party, like, in downtown. We were just going to kick it. And honestly, that's not where I wanted to be because, I mean, everybody loves playing soccer, like, NPSL, but I wanted that jump, yeah. obviously. So I was yeah. a little hurt because I was like, man, they, they're about to start this protein without me. Like, no way. Yeah. So I'm getting my feels, and um, my girl's like, let's go. And I was like, ah. I told her, I was like, hey, you know, it was cool if I go get this, like, goalie session because I just, like, I had, I had that itch. I wanted to go get a workout in. Boom, I went to go get the workout in, and my girl went with me. And then we ended up uh, and somebody called me and said, Hey, I need to go for Bladium. I was like, all right, cool, I'll pull up. Just cause I mean, I'm just trying to get my mind off of it. But at that point, like it was already like eight something, so I didn't get I wasn't getting no call. And so um I talked Johannes was there, and Johannes was like, Hey bro, relax, like they're about to call you, don't trip. And I was like, Dog, it's like eight thirty, you <laughs> like what yeah. you talking about? Like, ain't nobody making no business calls at this time. Like, keep a text. And so I go to Bladium, and this is like probably one of the points in my life where like was, it was weird because, like, I was going to start balling in front of a bunch of people at the game, especially Wednesday nights because Wednesday nights, X pros everybody, you got guys that play the Seattle Sounders, a street ball, you know, five. Yeah. they played at different teams throughout, like, like, obviously the Americas, and we're playing, obviously, that's, like, my funk show. I love indoor, right, that's my, fought by everything, my heart of combos, like, so I'm making shots, and we're obviously playing against these dudes, like, my OGs, and I say my OGs, like, my Hayward OGs, like. My sister's, like, probably, like, five, year old, five years older than me. And these are guys I looked up to, like, soccer-wise, you know. Mm-hmm. I've always, like, thought they were, like, cool peeps, you know. And I, and they were, I mean, they were just kind of hating that day. And I felt it. I was just like, I you was know, like, this is fun. So, we're playing. I like, actually, like, we ended up winning the game, but I was just playing crazy that day. So, but I remember at, at one point I stopped and I was like, I don't want to play here anymore. No <laughs> like, I'm a darn dog. Like, I don't want to play in no more. Like, like. I saw a bunch of people around the whole thing and I was like, this the same this same for me, bro. Like, this does yeah. this doesn't satisfy me. This
0: doesn't So when did they sign you?
2: They well, I had to get on trial, that was a thing. Like, uh-huh. so like they called me that night later. I was walking to my car, Yamo, yeah, like, hey, we need you to okay, come in tomorrow, I'll go get your physical, all that. So I'm just like like at eleven, like fifty-nine. Eleven fifty nine, I remember it was like eleven fifty eight. I'm driving home and they're me, hey, you know what? Okay, G we need you to come in tomorrow. I was like, all right, cool.
0: Yeah, I'm there. So, uh, yeah, I
2: pulled up. I pulled up to get my physical with Larry Jackson with uh, Jack McInerney, you know? Yeah. So so we pulled up. We like, yeah, Jack, Jack. What's
0: Larry up to, by the way? Yeah, Larry, he's like, he
2: called me a couple of times, too. He was yeah. like, uh, when I was in the Bay Area, he actually he congratulated me when I, when I came to North Carolina. I mean, nice. Yeah, he actually he gave me, like, a good heads up about the area everything, because okay. I played out here at Wilmington, Wammer. Hammerheads. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, and so at that point, I was just, I, I mean, I, I was spooked because I was like thinking, "Ooh, they' about to sign me." Next week, I come in and they were just like, "Well, if you have a binder on your locker, you're signed." And I go in my locker, nope, and I was I couldn't shut. Obviously, I'm a rookie, I don't realize like it's yeah. like, a contract, right? So um, we have a beat test, and yo, dog, I'm not, I'm not fit. <laughs> 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 but so like I knew, like, they tell us, "Oh, it's coming on Tuesday." First week pictures, everything, because yeah. obviously the media, and they're like Tuesday. I was like, "Damn!" Yeah, so I got with like a some of I got some of the group of the guys and I was like, "Hey, what's up? How do you do this?" Like, and I just started. and They said they, were, they did a harder one, so I was doing yeah. it that week, bro. I was trying to lose much weight. I was like, and, uh, "Y'all um, do the
0: y'all did the ones where it's like stop for ten seconds and then no, go again?" No, no, or no. I was continue. like continuing continually. So uh, yeah, yeah, nope. I
2: remember we, he's like, "So I was just doing a bunch of stuff at the gym, cycle, making sure I was rested, bro." That day comes, and mind you, I'm, 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 I'm I know I'm unfit, but I think there was something on my blood, and I was pounding or something, bro. So doing it, and I remember as I was going, I saw Larry, and I saw I saw Larry go down probably like after like, probably like, yeah, at level, eight. After eight. like level eight, and I was like, all right, cool. But I'm like, I'm on trial, so I'm kind of, like, yeah. there's like four goalies, five goalies, and I'm like, damn. So I see the other dude that I'm competing against, and I see him going, and I'm like, damn, bro, I'm just going, and I'm just kind of like hugging my eyes, going back and forth, yeah. and then I see him going through it, and I was like, all right, cool, boom, and I once I saw him stop, I was like, all right, I'm done, and I was like, hell not. And I just kept going, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> kept going. So like I ended up being like a fourth one. Like a fourth, like fourth, like fourth to last. Yeah. And that was crazy because like I knew I didn't I, I know I wasn't fit. I just had it in me. And I remember oh, Paul I gotta make this. Yeah, and Paul Bravo came up to me after and I, and that's when I knew I kinda of made a name for myself. Cause obviously there's guys on trial. And Paul Bravo pulls up to me and tells me, he's like, Hey, you know what? Like, I was really impressive. Like, where are you from? Started telling him and he was like, he like, when we were going for the Olympic team, he was like, it was Brad Frido and uh, Casey Keller. And he was like, and Casey was the starter. He was like, and that guy was, he was like, going, going, going. And once Casey down, Brad Frido just took it to another level. And he was like, and Brad Frido was the last one to finish. He was like, that was really crazy. And I was just like.
0: Nah, dude, you know? that's, yeah. that's a, I'm so glad you told that story. Because <laughs> yeah. when it comes to like the intangibles, that's yeah. the way to make a squad. So like, yeah, bro, people yeah, bro, have bro. made squads simply just off their beep test. Like no, yeah, that, that shows, like it shows the coach, like yo, I'm willing to, you know, put my neck out to, no, to yeah. get the job.
2: And once he said that, I mean, I I knew who Paul Bravo was, but then now I I, I mean, I talk. I, people ask me, oh, "How's Paul?" or whatever. I mean, I don't speak to Paul like that, but then I realized, yo, this man knows what he's talking about. It's not no, like, you know, yeah. especially from and where we come from. There's a bunch of guys that will throw like smoke in your head. Hey, bro, you the man. You're that guy. You're the you're the best one in this area. And then once you come get outside your area, you're not ready for it. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. so, I mean, stuff like that. That's when I realized I was like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> that was just so, I mean, that following week, I mean, we went to go eat. adrius uh, actually pulled me to the side. It was crazy. He pulled me to the side. We're all chilling. So I was kind of thinking, he was like, hey, my God, I heard what happened at practice, like, about him, like me doing well at the B test. And he was like, hey, I'm about to put you on payroll, like. He's like, he's like, you'll really be straight, and I was like, whoo, bro, like, yeah. it's just something I've been waiting for a long time." So like, at that point, I was just like, all the Sunday league games, all the times where like coaches would tell me they were going to pay me and didn't pay me in Sunday league games, and never got back to me, never turned my calls. Like, but I got reps in. Like, oh, it was worth it. Like, that's when I was. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it was it was a little bit more like meaningful to me because like that's my area code, man. I'm like. <laughs>
0: Yeah, to play for your hometown, that, is, is, that, yeah. it's a different feeling.
2: Yeah, and that's what I represents like, a lot of people. I mean, that's what thats what really represents all of us, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, so I think that was just, like, that was just one of the, probably the best experiences me learning. It's like, stepping into the game. But obviously, off of that, like, I had to learn how to be a better professional, eat better, sleep better, um, just be a better person, um, yeah. know how to act, like, in front of, like, people, if I say hi to buddy, I say hi to somebody, you know how to act respectful. If I see my homies, I can't be cussing all the time. Just things yeah. like that. So like so I was like I was for, I was fortunate to be with a really good group of people, especially with like Muma, Chris, um Chris Christian, like I said, Jack. Um he's like uh I learned a lot from Boxy as well. Like, um, so it was just a lot of good guys that were just tell me something, spit some real yeah. game, like real game on a constant level. Yeah, that's, uh, what that's what it's need. all
0: about. You guys had a lot of experience that first year, and yeah, I feel like um, you, you learned how to be like a professional. So yeah. what have you like, what have you took from that and like now with your experience with Stumtown?
2: Um, Honestly, bro, like I, obviously, obviously the clubs, obviously they're different just how it is, but what I've taken the most is just, I mean, making sure like, Every day you go out to the field, like that's that's really your job. I remember Muma said it once too. We were there, I guess we all sat down in the locker room one day and we all kind of have a conversation in the beginning season. And he said, and Muma's real, like, man, that man is something else, man. Like Muma Bernard is like a legend, that man. And he's told us straight up, hey, he's like, Some of you guys like, I was like, got in, really enjoy your seat, your locker, take care of it, have it clean. He was like, because sometimes people go through that door, he was like, and never come back and never have a locker ever again in their life. He was like, he's like, don't make it hard on yourself. Make it hard on the coach. Make him hard. Make it hard for him to not play you. Yeah. He's like, he like, because some guys, some of you guys might never be pro ever again. And I remember I used to hear those conversations and I said, to damn bro I need to get minutes or damn I need a player damn when I get my chance I need to make my mark when I make my debut I need to do it I need to do something so I think I when he would say stuff like that it would, I mean people people say sometimes soccer is like life or death like soccer is not life or death and in some sense like to me like I don't want to say it's life or death but it's life or make something out of it like <laughs> you know like no I'm you know? And I mean, I mean, I've had, I mean, the time I started for Roots, so like I, I didn't plan to get as many minutes as a lot of people thought I would. Like I probably played like two games. I dressed up, like I was always rostered, but I was in know. And mm-hmm. the time I did play, I mean, I've been in for like 15 minutes against as far as the time I did start, like I was with Tabo Guzman. And I remember when they told me, Hey, you're starting, like, you're going to be the guy. And I remember I was just like, damn, like, and it's like, uh, um, it's that, that part by Drake, that line by Drake, and I was thinking about it my whole night. It was like, uh, "I'm 24 hours from greatness. I'm that close." And and when I when I heard that line, and I was just thinking, "Yo, dog, in 24 hours, I'm really gonna be playing against Miami FC. Um, we haven't really done too well this season." He's like, "And if I don't do well, dog, I'm not getting re-signed. Why would he re-sign me? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't have nothing to show for, dog. I don't got no minutes. Like, I better duke it out, you know? Like, I mean, I mean." <laughs> The next day, like, it was just crazy because, I mean, once I got to play, like, that moment, like, I mean, I was walking out. I was, like, almost gagging because I was going to throw up. It was, like – but then I, it was weird, bro. I looked up the scoreboard, and I saw Miami FC, Oakland Roots, and then I thought about my high school, and I thought about the mud that I used to play at in at Hayward High. Like, you know, yeah, right. like, like, they have the cross-country championships at Hayward High, so, you know, that grass is not well like, maintained. Like, mm-hmm. so – and – Bro, like I just remember the first free kick they shot, I made it was a top like I made a, I made like a top like right into the bar. I made a save, and then I was like, oh no, this is really me. And then like I think I like, fought like 15 minutes later, then I assisted to Jack. You know, like my first mm-hmm. pro assist, my first game pro assist, and everything. And I remember like as I was kicking the ball, I heard somebody say, no, 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 KG, don't do it. And I mean, I did it, and it and worked, it was out. A, and it worked out. But that same ball, bro, I've hit that in Sunday league all the time, and. When I got back, my friend told me that. I mean, after we were done from Miami, we flew back. One of my friends was like, Yo, Kevin, you know what's crazy? I seen you do that play all the time at Sunday League. And you did it in a pro game. And I, I didn't think much of it at first until I saw the film to it and I was just like, Yeah, man. Like and it's it's scary, bro. Like it's yeah. real scary because you don't know how life's gonna turn out sometimes. So like when people say it's life or death, nah bro, sometimes for some guys it, it, they they treat it that way because I mean, other people feed their families
0: from this, you know. Like, no, that's facts. I mean, some, at the end of the day, it's a job, it's like it like soccer brings so much joy to people and like so yeah. much value. So it's like, why not treat it like a life or death situation? Not to yeah. say that if you, if it doesn't work out, you're gonna die, but how you feel? It feels like, uh, it feels like uh, you, you know you put that much passion into it. So yeah. like, let's get into Stumptown. Um, you know, how is it playing? Like, I know they got the play uh, the fall season coming up. What are some of you guys' goals? Um, honestly, man, I, I really
2: want to end up like we want to win the whole thing. I feel like we got a group of guys. Obviously, we got like this bad little start against Chatham. Um, I feel like whoever watched the game, saw some good glimpse. Um, I think we just only had a problem with the upline, with the forward line. Probably need somebody up top. Um, but no, I think my guys want to go the whole way, you know. Um, it just, it's, we've been having a mental, like, performance Um coaching with uh, with somebody called Esme and uh, she's with our goalkeeper coach as well and I think it's just storming right now we're like we're trying to get it in we're trying to all realize where we come from because it's all different backgrounds it's a little bit from the team from like last season but I think it's just forming it together and hopefully we start clicking like a little bit before midway just so we can get a run like and go into like hopefully like the top spots
0: yeah. So, well, like when it comes to being a goalie, like, do you have any personal goals? Because I feel like as a goalie, like you can have all these personal goals, but it is contingent on the team. Yeah. Like if you have like a no, yeah, you of know, course. defense, you know, no, how does course. it work well, out?
2: Well, honestly, like this I mean, <laughs> it's crazy because I didn't know what to expect when I pulled up the first time in North Carolina like, for the first time this season. Because um, our first game was against Detroit. Honestly, I just I just wanted us to do good. I mean, I wasn't really thinking about my stats. I just, mm-hmm. honestly, I was just trying to make a name for myself, to be honest. Like, I just wanted an opportunity to, like, finally play. <laughs> you yeah. know, so, like, I mean, my goal was always, like, to have, like, three. I mean, I don't like, I don't believe in shoutouts, to be honest. I've never been the goalie to have, like, a bunch of shoutouts or anything. Only, like, when I was in junior college. But that's probably, like, what, like, eight years ago? Yeah. But um, but for the most part, like, yeah, I just kind of want my low, like, low percent goal percentage. But I definitely want to win, man. I definitely yeah. want. I, I definitely want this club to grow. I definitely want guys to get an opportunity. I want my all my def, my front my front line to do their thing, and hopefully, then move up to whatever they want to do. If they want to play championship, they want to. Some of them want to, want to play for the nationality um, national teams. Well, they can like. Uh,
0: but it's it's obviously it's just about. So if you win, if you win. Went- if you win 4-3, you're not, you're not worried about it. Like, you be getting uh, three goals a game, you guys still win? Yeah, yeah. bro.
2: Obviously, I'll be hot because I'll be
0: like, damn, yeah. bro, I need
2: to start making <laughs> savings. But honestly, hey, let's go. We got that done. I hate
0: yeah, it. respect.
1: Okay. Like, like that,
2: that. That's how Rod – Rod's been like that with us, too. He's yeah, like, hey, it might be ugly, but we get it done. <laughs> right,
0: yeah, we got you.
1: Shout <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, out, Coach Rod. Yeah. No, Anything yeah, no, you can tell us
0: man. about Coach Rod from a coaching perspective? Damn, well, from coaching perspective,
2: man, I mean <laughs> – Coaching perspective, it's crazy because I mean, some guys in the beginning, it's a little bit different because I mean, guys, because the guys, guys usually want to touch the ball, nice and firm, nice and quick, and all. Yeah. He's just more of a composed, hey, know your shapes, know your triangles, possess the ball, keep the ball, and nobody gonna hurt us if we keep the ball. So like, really composed man. Like I love him a lot. He's he's, he's really cool, and honestly, his, his pregame speeches are crazy crazy oh okay we might have to get one no bro. no whoever recorded. no i'm telling you the first one i heard from him dude i was gonna start bawling in there like it was crazy (laughs) and i'm gonna gonna break this one quick because i I know like y'all busy but this is the one man so we're we all got together obviously people who know the stunt town like boom we probably got together for three weeks so i i was at the tryouts uh i stayed for another extra week because he wanted to see me a little more i was like all right let's do it like so, I mean, obviously, that that was happening. Like, he gave me the opportunity. Like, he, mm-hmm. he told me straight up, like, I am a car rules. Roots. I'm going to see how they feel. Like, how's everything, you know? Like, how you did at Roots. He wanted yeah. just the background of me, and he gave me a shot, man. So, I've always looked at myself like an underdog at some points, you know? And I think everybody does, you know? And shit. and yeah. Everybody's against me. Everybody don't want me to win. Like, I'm a win, you know? So, I, I, that's that's the feeling a lot of people get, and that's cool. Like, you know, that, like, that drives people. So, there's this man... <laughs> up to the room and he's like, hey, you know what you guys like, I know you guys all come from different backgrounds, however you got here, because you got guys that are real pros already and they didn't have a team, you know? Or guys yeah. that are trying to get in through a crack. So guys that went to five different teams or guys that have been living in the car for like two months trying to find a team. He's like, because after pandemic, they just everybody was started giving out trials like that like everywhere everywhere. was trying. Yeah. And so he's like wherever you guys came from, you guys have soccer on what he's like, but if there's one thing, like it was like, like obviously he said it's all about the ball, but he said He's like, if, if yeah, I said it today too. It was just, he said, if you think you're an underdog, he's like, your whole life you're never gonna amount to nothing. He's like, he's like, you're never gonna, you're never gonna win. You're always gonna say somebody's better than me. He was like, he was like, you're always gonna be okay with being second best. He was like, he's like, me, I'm not no underdog. was like, he's like, so we're gonna go fight, fight, and I was just like, bro, like, you know. And once he started telling me like about. Being an underdog, I was just I was a little mad at myself because I've always thought about that, but then I was like, hell no, I'm not using that, that that phrase anymore. Yeah. There's no way, dog. After what this man told me, hell no, bro. Like there's there's so many coaches that never gave me an opportunity, like cause I was too short, cause you know, I don't fit the style, like I wasn't strong enough, I didn't come from a D1 school, or like just so like the fact that this man gave me opportunity to tell me, it's to, to, to get me in a jersey to let me start and then tell me, hey, dog, you're not an underdog. Whatever you've been through, you know, whatever you've gone through, wherever you played, like, he's like, whatever you, like, people told me no. Whatever you've gone to tryouts and so, to put yourself out there and be told no, like, to get the opportunity and play and start, I was like, no, nah, there's no way, bro. So, like, I'm almost balling in there, bro. Like, <laughs> and it's just, it's just, and, and the things like that, like, People, you can look for phrases, you can look for YouTube videos and all that, but it's like when you're in the moment and you feel something like that, it, it's just, you know, like you're ready to go to war for somebody. So, I mean, once he said that, I was like,
0: yo. <laughs> We're going to have to get Coach Underwood to, like, let us record one of these nah, uh, pre-game speeches. No,
2: nah, man. Hey, my man's sponsored by Nike, too. So, he like, yeah. he real, 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 real.
0: How is it with the new, uh, you know, obviously, Charlotte's coming in. Um, like you guys got a lot of, you know, got a lot of love in the city. Uh, how you feel like the the community supporting you guys? Like, w- what are y'all doing on that standpoint?
2: Yeah, you know, yo, honestly, like, um, I think it's just it's it's, it's kind of strange, bro, because the team was supposed to die, bro. Like, people were thinking the team was gonna die, you know. So, um, yeah. And honestly, like the fact that our the our uh, fans pull up to the games and it slowly like builded up, like, um, I I was excited about it, bro, because, um, I mean. Like you come from Cali, bro. And I'll tell you straight up to get fans in Cali is hard. And it's fact. hard because me, me or any of us will pull up to a game. It's wherever it's at. It could be at the Coliseum or whatever. And we'll pull up and we'll be like, dog, I know two guys are better than that. Or you know what? Why am I gonna cheer for somebody I'm better than? <laughs> <laughs> and no, that's fact. how that's that's the talent level we got in Cali. So he's like, um but if there's one thing, oh, we don't appreciate our people in Cali. Like, we definitely don't, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, we definitely don't. Like, we don't. And I remember Kanye West tweeted that one time. Like, he talked about artists. And he was like, the thing is that the Bay Area is so talented. He's like, but y'all don't love each other. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I, I, I agree with that, you know? Like, and so, because um, we'll bring other guys from other communities and play for a club. And that, of course, guys aren't going to love the club like that.
0: Like, yeah.
2: they don't, bro. Who's going to love your neighborhood? All right, let's be real. Like, <laughs> Who's gonna love your neighborhood the same way you do it? And that's how this these people here—that's how they are. You know, like mm-hmm. they 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 love where they're from. Like it's so diverse. It's, honestly, I, I love it because it's a black city as well. Like they're really dope when it comes to LGBT community. You know, um, I haven't gotten to my uh, to my uh, my West Side where all oh, the Latinos are. That's what they said—the Concord area. That's what they call it over here. Okay. And, um, but to be honest, like, they, they want people to prosper from here. They want people from Charlotte to prosper and, and you know, they want soccer to grow. They don't, they're not playing, like, when it comes to, like, if your club gives a bad statement or something like that. And, I mean, that's what I appreciate that. I wish people were more like that when it comes to the sports, like, not be so apologetic because at the end of the day, like, you go to McDonald's and you buy your food and they mess up, like, you're going to be mad. And the same way Rod tells us, you're selling something. He's like, this is our product. Like, we got to make people want to buy a ticket. If not, they're not going to buy a ticket. People are going to buy a ticket and then realize, oh, this is like buying a Sloppy at 7-Eleven. Like, yeah. it's nothing, you know? So, like I said, like, here when it comes to the city, like, I love the fact that it's really green. It's the South. The pork is fire. But the people love their soccer and love their athletes. And I think that's, that's incredible. Like, You know?
0: It's good to play for a team where the community supports you. Um, no, I think yeah. that makes all the difference, you know, in terms no, of like, yeah. even playing at home games, it, it makes all the difference. No, yeah, man, because I, I don't see my family. So, like, I see a lot of these
2: people,
0: no. and I'm like, hey.
2: And honestly, when it comes to game days and when it comes to stuff like that, and we just talk about, um, I mean, I just tweet something out, and I could tell the love, man, and it's, and honestly, when we lose, bro, I'm disappointed because, hey, how am I going to put, how am I going to start tweeting or something when I just lost the game?
0: Yeah. What
2: oh, am I going to retweet? Like, somebody, like, having, like, a, I don't know, like, somebody scored, like, um, Iguodala's pulling back up to, like, you know, like, I should, yeah. you know, like, it's just things like that shouldn't be, like, so calm because, like, I told my dad, like, I mean, my dad even told me, like, because my dad's a huge open return, So, obviously, the scenario they're going through right now, like, he's not the happiest that, because he's, that. like, he's, like, because he's, like, yo, this team, like, we could do this. Like, all these other teams are not good. And I mean, I hear from different people, but some people get bothered because, like, if and, and this is what one of the guys I heard because some of those fans still talk to me, and they tell me it was like, you know what, like we would appreciate it if the guys, even if they lost, they come and talk to us and say thanks for coming out, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that's the difference. And and I was kind of like, and I noticed my guys did that too. There was times where we, they it was like, we lost, and boom, they just did to a locker room. And I was like, no, dog, that's not it. Yeah, I, that's not it Like that's the same, the it, same goes
0: owners will go coaches will go players will go but the fans will always be there no, so you no, gotta no. show your love you gotta show and your that, respect and,
2: and that's what happens when it goes to go to Pumas go to Cruz Azul go to Chivas go to Mexico and people will pull up to your practice want to beat your ass because like you're not giving it 110% he's no. like there's one where they go to this dude from Pumas and they tell him straight up they were just like yo dog it's okay he's like it's okay he's like if you want to go out and drink go eat tacos it's okay we see you on the street He's like, but you're only here for what? Like five more months? He was like, just get up your stuff and leave. He was like, us fans, we're always here. I go to every away game, and this is how you treat us? And it's like, and the dude is kind of just like, well, it's just... And it's like, what do you say to a fan like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You can't. Like, so I think, like I said, I love the fans here, man. I'm just trying to get... We're trying to multiply. We're trying to make sure if it's Min City, like, anybody, like whoever wants to be a part of it, like, for sure, because honestly, we need all the support.
0: No, because these guys, these
2: guys are like from away, the so they get homesick. So I get homesick too. But when I see these fans, like, I get juiced.
1: Perfect. Yeah. And that's yeah, a yeah. that's a message to all these new supporters groups popping up in the Charlotte area. Pull up on a team that's already there. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know yeah. you're waiting for Charlotte FC. Yeah, but it's a team already out there. Pull up on them, yeah. support them, support soccer yeah. in your area.
2: No, it has to because I mean, uh, some of these teams, like some of these, like some a lot of these cities in the United States. Hey yo, like I look at the Bay Area, we don't need MLS to come save us. We don't. We don't need an MLS team in San Francisco, or Oakland. We don't. Like we got we we got Oakland roots, and we need to get more USL teams or more NISA teams or what around the Bay Area. Like we don't need those teams, dog. I'm sorry. Like I, I I fully believe in lower league soccer, and I love the fact that people have this finally can have this connection to a team. You know, mm-hmm. if it's the roots, Thumbtown, Detroit City, Chatter. You know, like it's like it's like stuff like that. Like like who wouldn't want to be a part of something like that and that's something that gentrifies your banners or doesn't allow you to say no to the migra in like in the game stands you know like mm-hmm. to me like stuff like that like it's look, i mean imagine like do you think but like, I'm. I don't know if MLO does like they, they don't probably accept a lot of banners inside the stadium like why we're buying we're buying a ticket and we're we're here to, like, to support your your like, your club that it's always going to stay afloat. What's the issue?
0: <laughs> uh, that's that's <laughs> muddy waters right there. <sighs> and that's now what I the, tell people. And the
2: political
1: connects. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, it's, it. and it's
2: scary. And it, and, no, it's scary, bro. Like I tell people, MLS and a lot of subs, they're, they're scared of lower league soccer, bro. Imagine, remember when NESL teams were in it? They were close to beating MLS teams. Some, there's some championship teams. They, they could be some MLS teams, like trust. Like, it's just, you know, just different waters, different ball games, different parts, different... Everything, you know. But, yeah, but I want people
1: I to get a Go ahead, yeah. I got a question for y'all. So I've, I've never played soccer. I'm just I've always just been a fan. Um, but you being the goalkeeper, a Moby, you being the defender, mm-hmm. what type of conversations are going on between you two during the game?
0: We're just doing whatever we can to not have a goal scored on
2: us. Yeah, so I say I say push up, step, and run through it. I say, I sweep the keeper.
0: I say for the goalie. I said, command your box. So anything inside the six, I think the goalie should like make sure that's theirs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. goalie that's like stuck on their line, I hate that. So like, yeah. Yeah. you know. So no, three balls, we, so, we'd, we'd be homies. We'd be homies. Yeah. We'd be a rat. We'd be a rat. And you could
2: pass, you like, pass it back to me. I would tell you to pass yeah. it back to me. I tell you to scoot back. Once the forward came, we, it wide, we pass it wide. You can yeah. pass it to the left, the right side, and then bring it back. See, I already. No, know. I think
0: the, the biggest thing is just like when, in the like when it gets into the box, like the goalie just being a no. commanding presence. So like I shouldn't have to call your name to come get the ball if it's yeah. like within your vicinity. No, yeah, like, like, to me, yeah. Like it just, just a, nah, to me, you just
2: No, to me, you just got to stand somebody up. Like like with yeah. basketball, just stand somebody up. Don't bite, and I'll make the same for you. Like, oh, I yeah. try. I'll lay you for me. Like, that's, no, yeah, that's true. Right, so that leads yeah. this next question.
1: So, so when the team scores on you, who do you blame? Uh
0: depends who how they score. Like, yeah, for example, yeah. so if he's saying Yo. like stand him up, <laughs> if he's saying if like the guys on like a 1v1 and he's <laughs> saying stand him up, and I stand him up and I give him the angle, like, all right, he's gonna shoot near post, and he gets beat near post, then I'm go- I'm on his neck. But oh, if okay. I if he says Force Let him him
2: me left. say your scenario.
0: Let me say your scenario. Let but hold on, hold on. on. <laughs> if he says, if he says force him left, so because the goalie wants, like, <laughs> knows his angle, force him left, force him left, and then he ends up going right and scoring, then that's my fault. So I'm but, also the yeah. type
2: of, oh, okay, see, if I'm mad at you, this is what I'll probably be mad at. So, for example, if there's a guy on the top of the box, let's say a little bit like in between the half moon, you know, the little edge yeah. of the box, and if you're standing him up and he's kind of hitting the outside with the right foot, and you and you lift your you raise your foot and it goes like a little bit through your legs I'll be hot I'll be hot yeah that, that's the one that's the one I, I kind of get mad at the defenders I kind of get just just stay nice and tight. I mean yeah. that's the only one I don't yeah, I don't flinch see, from the ball basically see yeah but I don't know I be getting mad sometimes sometimes I don't even know who to be mad at. don't no. like,
0: yeah. <laughs> like
2: we said earlier goalies are crazy you know I just go through it no nah, no nah, nah. if you guys ever catch one of our games my team be scoring, but when I, it, it really laughs because people told me, like, when my team scores, if you see me, like, on the side, I'm just going crazy. Like, I'm, like, this, like, going, yeah, you know, I'm just going dumb on the side. But like I said, I think, that, man, who's going to celebrate your goals if you ain't celebrating them, like You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> so, that, that's how it got to be.
1: That's facts. So yeah. we all know MLS All-Star game is, you know, MLS All-Stars versus League MX All-Stars. Mm-hmm. So who are you rooting for?
2: Uh Liga MX, but it just depends because you know these guys, they be, they're gonna be like, oh, you know what? I need a vacation or oh, I gotta pull my hamstring. So they're gonna need a little break. That's why I'm surprised if they're gonna have it. Some guys are probably gonna ask for a little break, but I'm with Liga MX. I don't know. Conca what Champions, you got- already know how it is. Conca Champions. Hey, bro, bro, if you, if you know about <laughs> Azul, cru- 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 bro, they just won a championship and it's been like 18 yeah. years, So I've been, I've been going through
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, we got a couple of little rapid fire questions as well so Let's do it. you I mean from the like, bay area who's your top three bay area artists top three all right yeah mr fab okay fabby
2: yeah too short and mag j r.i.p
1: okay r.i.p mag Yeah. all right top three bay area songs oh damn top three bay area songs um
2: New Oakland. I, I love New Oakland by Mr. Fab. I got the north, got the east, got the west. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> See, I know it? Well, I need to go and, to um, Oakland Function
0: with you then, huh? No, nah, yeah,
2: yeah, no, nah, man. Nah. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been out that way. But um who else? Damn, what else? the song? Um by the Jack of R.I.P. He's like, shawty all who want all And that was the one, that's a classic.
1: <laughs> RIP to Jack.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, Dang, and I used to love this one um by uh by the hustler. <laughs> it was called Cutting It Up. And
1: okay.
2: Yeah, beats paint cutting it up, roll with the Yanks till they messed it up. <laughs> bro, yeah, it, no? Yeah, because actually bro, hustler, he's he's a huge soccer fan, bro. Like that guy be yeah, would he be everywhere, bro. I've gone to Sunday Leagues and I pulled up and I'll be like, yo, this man's right here. He, I remember when I used to play our shows like my NPSL team, He used to be like, yeah. I remember about y'all because he rocks the stompers and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah cool. probably, that's definitely one of my favorite songs for me.
1: That's dope. So what's on your pre-match playlist?
2: My pre-match playlist, um, actually, right here. Well, top three or just you're telling me which ones? Just, one you, is, name, uh, just
1: name them a few. I know it's probably long. Just no, I got
2: um, 8 Out of 10 by Drake. Um, uh, what else? Um, actually, I've been slapping a lot. My Life by a J Cole.
1: That's probably the one I've been on.
2: Okay, um, that's the
1: one, and, and you in the state, right?
2: yeah. So, you know, yeah, no, yeah they, they love that man. Um, and probably one more, uh, one more, uh, oh, Devastated by Joey Badass. Okay. I used to be so devastated, yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, all those songs, yeah. Your father the probably come out. All
1: right, Doug, last one. Um, what's been your biggest adjustment moving from Cali to North Carolina? Like, like what do you like? What don't you like? like with-
2: what I like and what
1: I do like.
2: Oh, what I don't like is I hate when I see the Confederate flags out right here. Mm, yeah. I I, I kind of I mean. That's crazy. Yeah. The
0: fam.
2: <laughs> you know, yeah, fam. So when I pulled up. And I was driving when I went to go get some food, and I'm driving and I saw this nice lawn. I was like, yo, that's a nice lawn grass. A boom, I started seeing the pool. I look up, I was like, yo, <laughs> it's a wilder. <laughs> uh, probably that. Um, honestly, and sometimes the drivers here, it's a little different because, you know, like the uh, truck drivers, the big ones, the huge ones, bro, they'd the yeah. they be in the fast I lane. Yeah. They'd be in the fast lane Bro, out there in Cali, I was like, yo, a CHP would have pulled this mat over (laughs) and revoked everything. But yeah, that's probably those two things. Um, What I like the most about here, obviously, I told you guys about the pork, because I have short ribs out here. Like, I barbecued a couple times. It's real out here. Um, And uh, a grass. They have a lot of grass out here. Like, just the fact that, like, you play soccer and it's just there, like, just chill. Like, bro,
0: it's crazy. And um, what else? What else is I about And honestly, yeah, I, 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 it goes back I'm to so like, glad, um, I'm so glad you explained that because I was like, what you mean? That oh yeah. And people would have
2: been like, well, what's <laughs> up, my bad? Wild. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hold up, no, hold yeah, up. Yeah, no, because nah, like I but... tell and especially it's funny because I tell people out there, and people be like, What are you talking about? Like, you guys don't have no like, grass soccer fields? And I'd be like, no, it's turf. What are you talking yeah. about? It's like by like the end of the year, it's like rug. Like, mean, yeah. least take their time on that. But um that and uh I actually like the fact that it rains and it stops like, Oh, rain, crazy thunder and like the next day it'll be nice and sunny, nice and warm. So, a, so, I always say the weather's a little different, but I enjoy it. And Oh, actually southern, southern hospitality is a thing too. Oh yeah. Sure. a nice different out here. Yeah. Yo, know, people are yeah. hell nice, out here. You know,
1: yeah, I live yeah. in the Atlanta area, so I definitely feel. feel yeah, they you
2: know, people are hell nice when it comes to breakfast. Like, like, you, you want extra country potatoes? I'll be like, yeah, for sure. Yo, <laughs> yo, know, people are really nice. Uh, right? yeah. That's the cool part about here.
1: Have you experienced that rain where it's sunny but it's raining though at the same uh,
2: time? It's, yeah, I understand it. Yeah, I've actually, I've there was one day where I at practice, bro, and it just started pouring like just crazy like we were like where your, your clothes is like heavy you know where you just and we were just chilling in the rain and then like five minutes later the sun came on just started going crazy bro like and like where our clothes all our stuff dried up and i was like there's no way i was like, there's no way bro but in that time i was like thinking like i remember i was in goal and we were kicking the ball and i just went dang and then i was thinking Yo, I really came to North Carolina, bro. <laughs> I really came out here. Because sometimes I, I do that at practice. I'll be chilling and I'll be like, obviously, I don't wake up and it's not it's not roots practice or it's not me waking up in California or whatever. And I wake up here and I'll be like, yo, it's it's really on the other I'm side. I'm out here. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's something.
1: All right, for sure. All right, so let's jump into one of our favorite segments of the show. It's no card, yellow card, red card. So, this is a rapid fire segment of the show where I'll read off some news topics it could be yeah. pop culture, it could be soccer related, it could be whatever. But we'll give our opinion on those topics using the soccer card system. So no right. card is, you know, I agree with it, I'm cool with it. Yellow card is I can go either way. And red card is obviously I disagree or I'm not cool with it. And then kind of give like a little explanation of like why you gave it that card. All right. All right cool. Let's do it. So we got three today. Um first one we're gonna jump right in. You no know, messy signs with PSG. What card are we giving him to sign with PSG?
0: Dang, no card. Nah, yeah, I can't give him a card. If anyone gets a card, it's Barca. They get that red card. Oh no, yeah, yeah, With no, 10 yeah. No, yeah, Barca,
2: no, Barca gets a whole lot of trouble. They got a lot of stuff. on But yeah, no card for my man Messi. I mean, I think uh, obviously I wanted him to go to Man City to be honest. Um, I wanted and then I wanted Ronaldo to go to Man U. But to be honest, um, mm. I think I think uh, I think the fact that like he's getting different areas, I think that's cool. You know, I think that's probably like. I mean, Barça. He, he's done a lot for Barça. And the thing is that, I know, from what I'm reading, they just didn't manage money right. You know, they didn't manage mm-hmm. personality, and personnel the way. You know, so I feel like, it's like I think my yeah. no man needed that. But I, like I said, I wish I would have seen him in the EPL.
1: They still owe him 36 mil too.
2: I didn't even know that. See, you see, but like, <laughs> a, like a man like that, yo, he sells jersey like crazy. Like, which, which, what is he doing with that money? See, but yo, red card for those fools. But go on. <laughs>
1: All right. Next up, <laughs> Sergio Buro wants to leave Barca two months after signing with the team. All he bad. allegedly asked his agent to get him out of his contract. So what card that's are we up. giving Sergio for this?
2: That's this a, that's, a rare, that's a red. That's a red, and he get a two for. It. Like to me, I don't say bro. Like I, I think about. I've spoken to guys about this, and uh, I think about it like a Sunday league or a pick up basketball or whatever. Like there'll be guys and say, "Oh, you know what? This player ain't registered, or this guy ain't even on your team." Hey, bro, it don't matter it's my 11 guys and it's your 11 guys what's up like as <laughs> simple as that mm-hmm. like like you really think if this is like being a kid and saying oh yeah I'm not playing because my best friend's not playing like nah man you're a grown man like, like you really a grown man like handle it <laughs> so I mean at the end of the day that's
0: that's that's his commitment you know M- yeah, I'll, <laughs> yeah I'll give him a yellow card but I mean at the same time like, like you said like you should have known like or you could have waited till like it was guaranteed like all right Messi you coming back that's, yeah. that's the only way I'm playing or if he knew that you just like put a stipulation in your contract where it's like you no, am only here too. contingent on if this stuff works out so no, no, no yeah, yeah um but at the same time like yo you signed the contract so until I'm just a firm believer it, yeah I'm just yeah. a firm
2: believer in contracts cuz like I said Messi probably like Messi didn't grab his hand To sign this contract But Messi definitely Hold his hand to the office You know Like he told them, Yo man We're sitting down We're doing this So I mean By the end of the day Like we said We're yeah. grown men You know Imagine if but, I said Oh yeah, my best friend at playing Damn Like I know it's Messi At the, at the yeah.
0: end of the day it's, it's your career So like If you're not happy somewhere Do what you gotta do To get out of the situation So that's why I'm giving them the yellow card
1: mm-hmm. Oh I feel yeah. it
0: Nah no, yeah I mean I respect that too
1: Alright last one um, Goalkeeper David Ochoa Chooses to play for Mexico over the US. I think he was in the US system for like a hot second. Yeah. Um yeah. and so chose to switch over to um to Mexico. So what card are we giving him? all right you know what you gonna say.
2: <laughs> look, i what you gonna I'll say I was like, hold up. I let you say I was
1: say no card, bro. You know No look, I
2: like, I'll, like right. I'll tell you this is the thing with me. I think it's uh it's probably like a look like, I mean my man just said it too. it's his decision. I mean I'll give it like a yellow card. Just because of the fact that it was like, um, you went into camp with them, you know? Like, you went into camp with no. the U.S., all that. He kind of set, like a, like, a placement for you. I think we have to understand the scenario is like, oh, no. Like, after watching that Gold Cup, obviously, he made a decision based on what my man did. Like, Tim was getting down. My man was putting in work. So, it's like, now you got to realize, and every goalie does this. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, you think about the depth chart, or you think about who the guy So Every player does that. Is like, Zach, Brad, you got a bunch of guys. So and honestly, like you see Mexico, Mexico's gonna go through a generation right now where the whole goalkeeper system is gonna switch. Like they're gonna Memo Charles probably playing maybe, maybe if he, he's still fit, he probably got one more World Cup in him. And after that, they're gonna have, need a guy for long term. Cause Mexico don't switch goalies like that. So I think it, it's a yellow card. I mean, but my man probably could have handled it better.
0: Yeah. For me, I'm saying no card. I think, uh, for context, I definitely think you all should read the player's tribune article that he came out with. You know, it was a great story about his like upbringing, uh, the battle between Homeland versus motherland, you know, some mental health stuff. And then like ultimately making this decision. So when it, when it comes to the, you know, the dual internationals or the dual nationals, I think that's like when it comes down to like, like you said, all right, Homeland versus motherland, like who you feel most connected to. And then secondly, uh, like yo am i gonna have a like a role on the squad because do i play for us and like get like all right 10 yeah. caps or do i go to mexico and like possibly make a world cup no, yeah. you got to make that decision like no, 10 yeah, times yeah. out of 10. so for me no card i think he did what's best for him and his family right. and um yeah and what's I, funny is that he actually started with the youth mexican national team and the, he went um, to us and then national team with yeah. US and A switched it back over so yeah, the only thing I, like,
2: cause I uh, is that the article that just came out today right the one that he had yeah. to make sure it was popular okay yeah I was gonna read that one actually today too Um, you know the only thing is that it sucks because like he was getting a lot of hate for it like for the whole like you know where people were like commenting and all that stuff on him so we just you know bro like if people are like bad mouthing you or crazy stuff like that just you know put it to the side you know because I think that's especially during the time he did it like Mexico and US—they're hitting right now. They're going crazy. You yeah. like, I mean everybody saw the rankings? That's probably, like, probably the
0: best rivalry is going to be. No, the, it's this probably this, the best rivalry is going to be in a while. Because no, because all these guys like again, they, everybody
2: from Europe, Tata and all them Greg—they were said, "Oh yeah, we got to bring the guns out." Like <laughs> these, everybody's going now, and it doesn't matter if it's a third team, second team. Like this, it's, there's the guys on the third team that can play on the first team. Like it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs>
2: like, yeah, you were know, saying Mexico stack. Oh.
1: Straight up. Yeah. yeah well that's that's it for this week of, uh no car yellow car red card we'll what you got
0: yeah yeah. Got- now, uh first and foremost yo kevin thank you so much for taking time to join us on the uh, on the show i know we, we tried to make it happen before but this was the perfect time for it um for people that are trying to connect with you support you you know catch up with what you got going on how can they do that
2: no, you know so um if you guys want to support me anything
0: um it's uh, my ig at
2: my ig my twitter is at, at kevram so it's a k-e-v-b-r-u-h-h um you can get me on twitter ig send me a dm anything i'm actually pretty open to talking to anybody man i just talked to him about soccer he's like um yeah just follow that and actually follow stumptown too stumptown AC needs need some followers man we need a little bit more support we're a great group of people man like um we got a real coach that really knows about like, uh, about getting to the players, you know? So I feel like we have a lot of good places, um, that this team can reach. It's you know, we just need a little support. And if you guys want to follow me on my way to whatever I do, playing here, maybe hopefully be a coach one day, commissioner, whatever, like players association. Yeah. Follow me through.
0: Nah, that's love, man. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you guys.
2: No, I appreciate you guys for real too. I, um, Honestly, yeah, also, like, especially connecting people from Cali. Like I said, like, who's going, who's going to represent the Bay Area, represent what we do or what we have if, if we don't do it on our own, you know? So, um, I appreciate definitely. you guys for sure.
0: No, most definitely. Yeah. So, we're going to have all that information in the show notes. Make sure you guys follow Town. Make sure you guys follow Kevin. Uh, just some good things going on with that. Um, but that's our show for this week. Subscribe, rate, and review. It helps us get discovered. Follow us on the socials at Two Cents FC. Check out our merch at twocentsports.shop. If you enjoy the show, consider dropping a donation using the link in the description. It helps support the costs associated with the show. It helps us continue to get wonderful guests on the show. And then tweet us your comments on the show or any topics you want me or El to discuss. No holds bar. We talk about anything and everything. The only show where you get unfiltered thoughts and opinions. Two facts. Two you go. So, <laughs> see, <let's get> it. <laughs> Yep.
1: Till next week. No. Peace out. Till so next week. <laughs>